0: Podcaster? I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, hey guys, my name is Megan Bryant, and this is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. I'm an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids. I'm a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award winning author. As I've been going through life, I've learned how much I love to share my stories, listen to others share their stories, and find connections of cool people doing cool things all around me every day. This is a podcast where I'm going to be all over the board personal growth, professional strategies, and my perspective and experiences on a lot of different topics. So join me, Megan Bryant, and let's keep in mind that we don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Oh my gosh, summer is winding down. I cannot believe it is already back to school time. Um, it's craziness. And that is really the point of this short episode uh, about how time flies, whether we're having fun or not. So we better freaking make some good choices to make the most of it and to just have fun when we can and to not take life so seriously and all that. So uh, you might hear the ambient noise that's happening even during this recording uh, of the intro. It carries on a little bit throughout this short episode because um, this is how my day went. It's just mom life and fun times. And, um, and I love those sounds of playfulness and sprinklers under the tramp and all sorts of fun things going on here. So I'm about to wrap this up, zip on out to play with the kids on one of these final hot hot evenings um, before the season starts to turn to all things pumpkin spice which I have to admit I'm not opposed to that I'm a huge fan of uh I'm a huge fan of the pumpkin spice and fall and yes I've already consumed two bags of cotton cotton candy what am I saying candy corn uh this week because it's out in stores now that's how you know that holy crap you better hold on for dear life because time is a flying About two years ago, I performed a one-woman comedy variety show um, at a local theater here. And I was recently reviewing the notes to it, um, kind of to jog my memory. Uh, Any creative types out there listening might relate to this. But a lot of times when I've done a performance, um, I almost feel like I kind of black out after it's over. I can't even hardly really remember it I get so in the moment and the experience um, and then I I often don't like to revisit it. I don't like to re-watch footage. It's very uncomfortable for me. You know, like a lot of times we don't like to listen to the sound of our own voice when we talk on recordings and stuff. The same is very true, only like overly so on stuff where it's a visual performance because I I just want to pick myself apart. I don't really like how I look when I make weird faces and whatever else, but um, it is part of the performance and obviously that's what gets people laughing and there's a lot of things that get touched on. When I did this show though, there's a lot of elements that I felt, it was really urgent at the time that I did the performance when I did, uh, because it was really helpful for me to process through a lot of the challenges I was going through. And I actually premiered the show about three weeks after my divorce was final. And there was a segment where I actually talk through um, time and like, at what point do we become a somebody? And so when I think about time a lot, which I do, um, I get really frustrated with myself if I'm ever stuck in a moment of negativity. I just don't like to be there very long. I like to move through it as quickly as possible and, and really enjoy the tender moments of life. And so there was a segment where I tried to really emphasize that. Um, and after a series of photographs that I showed all the way from my own ultrasound of being in my mom's belly until present day photographs. Uh, then it was me saying, we're here right now. And now we're here. Pause again. A few seconds more. And we are here in this new moment. Time will keep moving. Let's walk with it. Let's be with it here and now. Let's not race to get ahead and let's not waste it by looking back, except to catch glimpses of what we were and to appreciate how far we've come. So in this episode, um, it's not a super long one. I just have time on my mind. And while some things seem long and drawn out uh, in the same swoop it seems like it's going by super quickly Um, and a lot of the things that I've always learned about time like we kind of hurry up to get to certain milestones and then suddenly we're looking at whatever the next milestone is supposed to be and it's always just going 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 and I really like to just stop and savor the moment um So uh, as I'm finishing, um, finishing this up today, I actually was just scrolling through my Facebook memories and a post had popped up from one year ago today where I posted a photograph of each of my young children and had the caption, it's loading up here, had the caption that said, just a regular old Monday, grocery store, diapers, making messes, slipping in a little work here and there, We usually take these simple moments for granted. Don't wait for some big tragedy to shake the community, the world. Love your kids and squeeze them tight all you can. Tell people how important they are to you. Let go of anger quickly. Be kind to others. Live in the moment. And hell, post about those moments sometimes too. Life is sweet and time is precious. Enjoy it. I find myself struggling with something and that is to be in a good mood when I wake up in the morning. I hope I'm not alone in that. I can't imagine that I am, although I do follow a couple of my really great friends, the ones that are incredibly motivated in the mornings. And I know that they post about it because it's probably not easy at all. In fact, that's what they talk about. Uh, One in particular, who is my friend Wendy, and she does this really fun daily post called hashtag lunchbox wisdoms, which I will make sure and put in the comments here. Um, on the podcast. But I look at hers every day and not to put pressure on her, but there's there's a handful of other people, but hers particularly inspire me because when I first met her, um, it's been a few years ago now, and we were at a networking event and she was speaking about her work, um, her coaching and some different things that she was doing at the time. And I was watching her and I was just like, I don't know who this chick is, but I need to. There was just so many things happening that um, were really inspiring to me in that moment. And to watch her develop the things that she's so passionate about, um, inspiring others, and she's also an amazing real estate agent, and just super creative and um, like a good shoulder to lean on. So I've been watching her stuff unfold, Um, alongside my own life going through ups and downs and ins and outs and all the things. And what a great uh, motivator she's been to me. She's been super encouraging um, on some of my biggest challenges and just a great example of what it means to me to really shift the perspective. So when I think about mornings, I I often, as soon as I hear the alarm clock, I'm like, oh, dang it. Um, cause I, I struggle with sleeping very well through the night. Um, f- and it's frustrating because, um, most of the nights it's cause I have young kids. And so I, obviously I stir a lot if I hear one of them, um, in the middle of the night, whether they're just like talking in their sleep or if someone needs to go to the bathroom or needs a drink or whatever, like it's just mom duties, right? And so um, that's typical and that's what happens on the nights that I have my kids. Now the nights I don't have my kids, I actually still struggle sleeping a lot. It's like this really mean twist of like what seems like I should be really restful and recuperating um, and enjoying those times off, I actually just, um, it's almost like I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do with my hands sometimes when I don't have a kid to hold. Um, and so I struggle with falling asleep at night, even when I don't have my kids. And that's not always the case, but it's been a pretty substantial amount of my life as an adult. Um, and so I don't like it. I don't like that when I finally fall asleep, then I wake up to this like kind of instant negative thought about how flipping tired I am, and I just want to, it's like so bad sometimes, like, you gotta, I know there's gotta be other moms out there, or people that are just, we're burning it at all ends, right, that it's like, oh, the death in that moment. The sweet forever sleep of death sounds better than having to get up sometimes when there's just so much exhaustion, ex- like stacked on exhaust- exhaustion. Blah. See if I can get that word out. So, anyway, I've been thinking a lot about how to really shift that. And it is a mind game, it is a verbal discussion I have to have in my mind to consciously shift. As soon as I recognize that negative thought, then I have to say, In my mind, or sometimes out loud, this is good. It is a new day. The world is full of possibilities. I'm alive. I'm healthy. My kids are strong and healthy. I have a comfortable bed that I'm sleeping in. I have, um, you know, clothes on my body. I have my needs being met. Sometimes the needs are a little bit of a stretch to meet because it's, um, you know, life is challenging. It's challenging enough to live in this society on a one household or one income household. uh, And the work I do is very gig to gig. And so it gets a little scary. But In general, just really having that positive dialogue to switch things. Because what I find out is that those days, or what I notice as my own trends, is the days that I am consumed by being grumpy when I wake up, it just sets the stage very poorly for the rest of the day, Uh, or at least for several hours of the day that I'm just like, you know, getting everyone up and trying to shift those gears so that I'm not like sounding super grumpy right out of the gate. And, um, and I just notice that within myself, my own motivation is lacking. A lot of times I beat myself up because I just haven't been able to get it to the point where I can make myself get up super early. I want to. My goal is really to get to a consistent space where I'm getting up at six, seven, um, and actually having a little bit of quiet time before the kids start waking up. And I think that in the times when I maybe have a little bit more consistent sleep of you know, maybe five hours uninterrupted, then, um, that'll be easier. I hope to accomplish until that happens though. I am trying to be super graceful with myself that this is just how it's going to be. I'm really tired. I'm doing my very best. Um, and then some, like, I really feel very positive about my commitment to, getting as much done during the day that I can, racing back and forth between my desk and tending to the kids, really having dedicated playtime with the kids, all those things that I think I'm doing right. And so when I shift, the days that I do shift my mind immediately, when I catch myself, right when the alarm is going off, and I take a deep breath, and I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is a new day. It's all good. Like if I let that be the first thought, instead of even letting the grumble make its way all the way out into a full thought, it, it helps. So that's my goal because when I'm learning, actually I recognized this a long time ago, that time flies whether we're having fun or not. I always remember hearing that saying growing up, time flies when you're having fun, which is absolutely true. Like, man, going in and doing something fun during the day uh, or being with people that you love and you're laughing and um, something that you're really participating in that is a great experience. Yeah, you blink and then it's like, oh my gosh, I want that experience again. Just as true though, the time goes by quickly anyway. Like it might drag. It feels sometimes like time is just this weird um, just this weird concept, because it can feel like it's dragging endlessly sometimes in the in the moment, especially if it is a painful or unpleasant um, experience that we're going through at the time. Then, regardless, though, the time is still going quickly. So a few weeks ago, I went to my twenty-year class reunion, um, and when I walked in, okay, first of all, I was very reluctant to go. I didn't go to my ten-year. I kind of just feel. I just was really unsure, I'm not really sure why, probably a lot of different reasons, I just It's like, on the one hand, we talk about how high school is really not a big deal. Like, you hear people say, oh, that's nothing to, doesn't mean anything once you get into real life, blah, blah, blah. And yet, so many of my understandings of who I was, who I wanted to be, the types of positive influences I had from really remarkable teachers and cool friends and, and experiences I had, like, those are wildly important to me and still influence my life today. And so I got ready. I decided I'm going to go. I'm going to stop by. I better do it or I might regret it. And so I went down to to go to the reunion. And then I stayed in my car for 20 minutes at least while I was just like sweating. I don't. I was so sweaty. I don't know why. And then I walk in and it was such a relief. It was so fun to just see smiling faces. What I thought was interesting was I could really, really easily spot some people, and I just knew right away exactly who they were. Um, very little had changed. We just looked like we had been like real life examples of using like an aging app. like it felt like no time had passed. Um, other people looked a little bit more rough around the edges, like they're maybe they're still really struggling with some stuff and and it was really interesting to me to just share space again with people that we had spent a lot of important time with in those formative you know, early years of adulthood. And I really enjoyed the conversations that I had with people reminiscing, catching up with one of my longtime uh, friends that we'd been like super besties since we were like kindergartners and um, had kind of drifted apart over the years. And I think I need to bring her on to an episode of this uh, sometime soon. But we just like got into it and aired some grievances and kind of recalibrated and got on the same page. And and it was really like picking up where we left off before there had been any um, disconnect or shifting. And um, always fun to just see the way that even though so much has changed, really very little has. We really are who we are. And it's very impressive and, and empowering to watch for me when I see people who they're just like I remembered them. They stayed, somehow they really stayed true to themselves. There was just this really great um, energy and glow about them. And, and I'm super glad that I went. Um, so lots of the thoughts that I've had from that point, just so many milestones are happening in this 20 year window for me. Like back in high school, I briefly worked at the buckle, which is a, like a department store not a department store, like a What am I trying to say? Like, it's very fashion forward, like the trendy, like the popular kids shop there. And I did not know how to dress myself in high school. And at the time, I was also about to uh, be showing a pregnant belly. And so I actually only worked there about six to eight weeks um, in the spring of 1999 uh, when the store very first opened at Boise Town Square Mall, uh, where I lived close to that. And so I got hired on the original um, team to launch the store. I learned very quickly that I really wasn't very comfortable in that arena I didn't want my body to be something looked at for fashion tips not only because of my expanding waistline but because I just did not feel confident the things that I picked out the wardrobe I picked out there was always the weirdest stuff it was like the brightest weirdest stuff and I and looking back I'm like yeah that was very me and I wish that I had felt more confident just being like yeah this is how I dress and you know what my staff to their credit the staff I worked with especially my boss his name was Sid he loved it. He loved that I was kind of just this kooky chick with braids and I would wear, you know, I was always wearing two braids or two buns or whatever. And, and, uh, and I picked out kind of the dorkiest stuff there, but it obviously was for sale there, so it was still acceptable. <laughs> but um, And then 20 years later, um, like a month or so ago, I filmed a commercial as the spokesperson for a mall um, in the Twin Falls, Idaho area, where I was being outfitted by Buckle. It was for Buckle Youth, this flagship store of the youth edition of this store I had worked for all those years ago, and I was the mom, I'm like this trendy mom in this commercial, doing the back to school shopping and introducing this new store. And I'm like, how funny is that? Like to think if my little young self would have known, Hey, in 20 years, you're going to be in a commercial about the buckle. Um, and just like a lot of things. Um, and this also recently, uh, obviously you guys know that I placed a child for adoption and she just, I just talked about it. I think was that my last episode. Um, she just got married, Hannah just got married and she turns 20 soon. And and wow it's like uh, holy crap sometimes i just go whoa cuz i can i can close my eyes and i can remember what it felt like to be in the hospital room holding her and i can still remember what it smelled like i can remember uh, the the bustle of all the stuff that was going on and 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 the overwhelm and the commotion and also the stillness there were so many feelings happening and this kind of hazy memory i have of of these flashes of certain things that are so crystal clear that it literally feels like it just happened like just yesterday i can feel what it felt like to hold her in my arms and now she's a grown woman and she's married and she's radiant and wonderful and and i get to hug her and love on her in a whole different way now and and there's been a lot of things, a lot of the, the all the different types of feelings that are associated with any human relationship that have come and gone and expanded and retracted and all these different things over the 20 years. And so I just, that's really all I want to talk about on this episode. And that, that's essentially it. That's where I'm about to actually wrap it up is that time is going to keep going. It goes so freaking fast. Um, it's just we we gotta do our best to be positive with it um and not spend time in a space of regret or remorse for any longer than we need to i absolutely like to validate those feelings when they happen and recognize the things that are pain points and triggering and and i and and recognize like if i'm with somebody that i don't feel like i'm at my best like i i want to change that i want to shift so that as much of my time as i have on earth is spent in a positive way um uh, so that, yeah, because we're, we're going to blank, man, I'm like, crap, I have pretty young kids now, my oldest, they are already at school, they refer to them sometimes as the class of 2025, and I'm like, stop, let me get him through middle school before I have to start thinking about him walking across the stage at, at graduation, you know, um, so, whoo, uh-oh, and my young ones are about to explode, so I'm going to go jump into this moment of play time with the kids, he's not letting you play what? What are you trying to, oh, well, we're not playing video games right now, let's finish watching go. I'm going to come and snuggle with you guys in just a moment, and then we'll play a little bit later, maybe when we pick up PJ, okay, anyway, so, yeah, time is is moving, and so, this time for this episode, uh, at least we're recording it, is coming to a close, Um, and I'm going to go do the mom thing now for a little bit, so, um, just, just don't stay stuck, don't let yourself get so consumed by anything negative and give that power to the things that are harmful and hurtful to you because time is going to keep going anyway. Forgive quickly, especially yourself. Love everyone, especially people that you want to hate. Just just put love on it and let's just keep moving forward. And, and just, man, I keep saying just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay anyway i'm done i i think uh, essentially that's probably all my point needed to be is guys it's gonna go it's gonna go so fast it's already going so fast and we're gonna be old um old wrinkly people if we're lucky uh here before we know it and um So I'd rather look back and see the positive memories and embrace the challenges for what they were and just see it as this big, beautiful package altogether um, because we're going to blink and then the next moment is here and we're going to lose sight of the things that are important if we get too consumed in not having fun. So anyway, wishing you lots of fun and love and awesomeness. And okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. Follow all my shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com. And remember, we don't have to be a big deal to do big things.